Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. Hi, Maddie. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing good. My brain's a little bit mush today, but that's uh, all good. Yeah. What's up, my peeps? Hey, Jen. Yo, yo, yo. Hello. It is sub-zero. Yeah, that was us earlier this a week. Yeah. And my dog has absolutely no sense of urgency about going to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm like, Lily, mommy's going to get hypothermia, like in 30 seconds, standing out here. It's that freaking cold. She's like, no, my, dog is, my dog's been trying to refuse to go out at all. And we're like, no, honey, you have to go. <laughs> See, that's what I was kind of hoping she would be like. Although today she did get, I think today she was cold because I let her off her leash and she like hauled ass inside. <laughs> yeah so she's like oh shit it is cold never mind i don't have to do anything out here i can run after the bunnies there's some fluff but not that much fluff right exactly i have bunnies living in my bushes yeah it happens there's we like a little love nest like our whole neighborhood has bunnies i think some bunnies like were born in our neighborhood and now they've all come back to make is their, there any to make more bunnies near you Huh? Is there any new construction near you? Um, I mean, there kind of always is. We had a family, a colony of bunnies in our backyard at our old house all the time. Yeah. And that's why we get coyotes, because they come down into our yard to get the bunnies. But then they got your puppy. And then they got my dog. I know. It was a quick death. I thought a hawk got a bunny because I saw blood in our yard. And I was like, no. But then the bunny was fine. I was like, okay. Well, one like, of the bunnies is fine. Where you see one bunny, there's never just one bunny. I know. No. There's always like a gazillion of them <laughs> just waiting. You are flush oh, with bunnies. I know. I need to like get traps. And then apparently the trick is you have to drive at least five, five miles away. And they don't know how to get back. If you drive less than five miles, then they know how to get back. You're separating them from their family. I'll do it at the same time. I don't <laughs> think we have baby bunnies. I think we just have bunnies. You have baby bunnies. I have baby bunnies? Yeah. Like inside my bushes, underneath the snow Absolutely. where I can't see them? Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Have you learned nothing about rabbits in I mean, your 40-some There's years? always baby bunnies. I was bunnies. happy in my delusion until you popped my bubble. I'm sorry, but Jesus. I got some fucking baby bunnies I gotta take care of. <laughs> Do you have bunnies? Yes. And you have baby bunnies. Yeah. I'm sorry. Also, I like that your hard description of hardcore winter puts in perspective because I've had a long weekend due to um snow slash ice day. And so no. yeah. None of you Texas people can come talk to me. I'm sorry. Like you have, I what feel you bad have, for Texas though because they don't have any. They have of the, no like, infrastructure. Yeah, no infrastructure. There's yeah. no infrastructure. The entire state shuts down when you guys have like a crop dusting of snow. And it would be fine if people the would just snow stay isn't home as much the problem of, as the ice. <laughs> yeah, if, yeah. If people would just stay home instead of driving on the roads. Right. But they're driving on the roads, and it's just you like, don't oh know God, Texas. Guys. Also, Texas to get anywhere. There's these giant hours. overpasses that and seven yeah. lane freeways of crazy. Yeah, Texas, stay off from the road, Minnesota guys. to Texas. Y'all don't know what you're doing. Stay home. Stay home. Stay home. Minnesotans, we don't try to fuck with like sheer ice on a freeway. No, thank you. Yeah. No, the ice ain't nothing to sneeze at. That's and then y'all, do you guys have four wheel drive? Some cars? cars do, but not all. Mine doesn't. Oh. If you do not have four-wheel drive and you are going out on ice on a freeway, just call your insurance company ahead of time and let them know that you're going to get in an accident. Just, just like, just call ahead. 
Because that's what's going to happen. Even me with my four-wheel drive this week, I slid on ice mm-hmm. taking oh, kids four-wheel drive is not like... No, I, yeah. I did not have four-wheel drive in my... What did I have out of college? A Civic? And it was like literally driving on just a skating rink. My car would just go wherever. It was awful. So like I insist on four wheel drive now just because I've driven in Minnesota without it. And now that I have it, it's a great improvement, but it's still no guarantee. But you, you still drive might slow. slide a little bit. And sometimes yeah, it still doesn't matter. Smart. Yeah. It doesn't matter how fast you're going or how See, you break. Like sometimes you're just going to slide. What you get in Minnesota is the flip of people who are overly confident about their driving yes we get that here too Uh uh-huh and it's like you get the scaredy cats and then the brazen assholes yeah like put them on the road together and it's anarchy like i'm always (laughs) bitching at nick about driving in bad weather and he's like i mean north dakotans are the worst about this let me i mean because they get some real shit up there in north dakota but like still and i'm like no you're not driving he's like i he's like i'm a good driver i'll be fine like i'm not i'm not worried about you driving poorly in the snow i'm worried about all the other assholes who don't know what they're doing and or assholes and morons in their trucks driving 70 miles an hour during a blizzard my dad my dad it was the most the most impressive driving feats i've ever witnessed in my entire life two times both for my father he, we were, we were not tracking time very closely while we were in Yellowstone and we were legit going to get locked into the park. Like <laughs> we were way further in and we were not prepared for that. So it was literally a race for the border. It was the most amazing driving I've ever seen in my life. And the other one, my sister had an interview and at, at, med- at UND at the medical school. And like, it wasn't like a, Oh, you can reschedule. It's like, you have to get there or else she's not going to be a doctor. And he did it. He drew, he drove like, it was like a, what you could get done in four. It took us like six and he drove through a street blizzard and kept everyone alive. It was really, it was something to behold. Anyways, those are my driving stories. So there we go. And then work was, so this was first day back after essentially a long weekend because of snow and ice. And it was straight into crisis mode, basically, because essentially, long story short, not to get too into the weeds of business or whatever, but my department, our salespeople got a new um, pay structure that started this month. And for the first pay period, it was going out. Um a combination of IT and payroll, they majorly fucked up. And so they, they categorize everything as um, no commission instead of, oh my God. Oh. I'd be like, bitch, where's my money? Seriously. Exactly. So it's a problem. And basically the only way to fix it, because when we change pay structure, it changed the department number. Oh my gosh. Oh my so the only way to fix it was for me and the other manager in the department to manually, um, <clears throat> go into each order that either got delivered this month and then any open orders that we have that will get delivered eventually go in change it to like the the general like house account for the store and then change it back to the person's id number so you kind of kind of go in change it change it back go in change it change back and basically i did that for about like three to four hundred orders something like that so that was okay <laughs> that's a lot of work yes, so it's just a, like a simple like it's a simple task but just the monotony of doing mm. it over and over mm-hmm. and over again <laughs> in the immortal words of my boss you need a beverage yes well Done. in this case we're going to talk about all this and so that's yeah it's the dodger episode the it gold dress episode. Episode. serotonin boost it is i just see that gold dress and i'm just like oh felicity it's, it's the elicity chemistry test episode it yes is. it's it perfect was, that is so funny i wrote my review and that is literally what i was thinking about because i was like it was because like all right so we've gotten a, we've gotten tastes tid, tidbit of the like what did we have a smattering of two to three minute scenes like one or two through a 60 minute or 40 minute episode not a whole lot to go on right 
So I was, so that was my thing. I was like, this really was like, like her the previous first scenes were yeah. hip training wheels, and now right. you've taken the training it's wheels like, off. Right. And it's can like, you ride it on your own? Right. Well, she knows now what. And then it's just like, well, we're just going to put this chemistry to the test, which is hilarious because they have him go on a date with someone else. It's like they want us to like, like, really they're being subtle about it (laughs) they're like which one do you like better guys what do you like tweet about it (laughs) they got their answer it's the parks and rec don't be suspicious don't be suspicious (laughs) yeah you guys guys are very suspicious (laughs) i feel like i was really not into what's her name mckenna 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 I didn't really care. Like she, she was fine. She kissed him at the episode, end of the episode, and I've seen toasters generate more heat. Like I'm not saying it's like the frozen tundra of Lorover. Like maybe it's a half degree temp. No, it's there. not the negative chemistry. It's just it's, it's just meh. like eh, isn't okay. it? Even because Helena Oliver, has the edge of being batshit crazy. Like which listen, is, even Oliver which is entertaining. Was, yes, but like even Oliver was like. That was pretty lukewarm. <laughs> like Steve's expression. I'm like, you know, not my best guess. Not that interested. So, and it's, I just, it feels very like with every other woman, it just feels so freaking forced, you know? Like he's it does. making himself do this, even though he doesn't want to do it. He acts like he's being forced. He does. I mean, and kind of he was because Diggle basically double dared him a big belly burger (laughs) in front of Felicity. I always like love that scene because like Felicity's like, oh, you have a thing for the cop? And Oliver like will not acknowledge it. He's like, I'm not talking about this with you. Like, I don't want you to know about my crushes because my crush is you. Basically. (laughs) This is making me extremely uncomfortable. Because all I want to do is have the sex and all the babies with you. <laughs> We're not, he's not there yet, but we'll, we'll get there. We'll get to the sex. But there, there's inklings, but like just right out the gate, it's wonderful of him aggressively working out with like the bamboo sticks. And she's like sneaking a peek. It's like, it's Felicity a little bit thirsty, but mainly also just concerned yes. at the level of aggression. Of yeah, Feliz- that's Feliz- a lot. Felicity watching Oliver exercise is Arrow's best extracurricular activity. That's my personal belief. He was like, like really like with the, with the chemistry test. Like, there's the the flirty flirt. Like, there are the cute scenes. Like that test part of it, which we kind of focus on, and then there's also like the she's in trouble like he's gonna save her type thing correct but also the first scene of just let's see how they are when there's conflict yeah like right off the bat which i think is such a like brilliant move of just if if they're gonna actually be something then there's gonna be conflict at some point everybody so has conflict how that with goes Oliver. he's a pain in the ass exactly i love my little oak tree but actually not little my big old oak tree but He's he's a real pain in the ass. I feel like he was more uppity in this episode. Like, like he kind of tried to like he kind of mellowed out for a couple episodes, but it's like all of a sudden Felicity was there and it's like, I'm gonna show off what a badass I am and I'm gonna go give someone a warning and fuck the world. And it's just it was just it was like a really Chill. intense crabby Oliver that we had not sure. seen for a couple episodes. And it shows too of like that while she is kind of signing on for the hood stuff, like that she does the due diligence of like looks into sees this guy has a kid and is like hey we're not gonna like go straight to murder right (laughs) we're gonna research yeah I mean I'm sorry though like when he says you're not the only person that knows how to reboot my system it's like that's just like I would like to fuck you is that's what that translates to I'm sorry I can't hear anything else when he says that to her it's just like I was like would you two try to calm down we have how many seasons to go and i'm like six seasons till marriage honest to god it would have been believable to me if he had threw up on top of the desk went at it with diggle in the room i'm not kidding i mean i was just like y'all can't get naked in front of diggle that's weird 
but like also believable if they did. It was just yes. that heated of an exchange. And even Felicity's like, Whoa, shut her up, here. curl, curl that ponytail around your fist and just yeah like even felicity's like wow you're a lot i want to have the sex with you but i'm overwhelmed by your hotness and your intensity but also you're really into and the promise that you'll be the best sex but also (laughs) she wasn't gonna back down but she's like but still totally here's what i you know and it really struck me when she tells him you know what? I made a mistake signing up with you. And he's all hurt puppy dog. Like, what is she leaving? Um, she, I think this is where, because every, you know, I think people would get mad at Alyssa fans. Like, we didn't mind when Felicity would tell Oliver off, but like, we would get pissy with Laurel. And I really do feel like this comes down to actress delivery. It's not necessarily about the words, but it's the way that Emily approaches the words and the way Katie approaches the words. And Emily is, tough but compassionate yeah because Laurel like, is just her admonishment mean. is she's about like mean. is about her like she's taking the responsibility of yes. maybe it wasn't a good idea to sign up with you not like you're a bad person right not you're like you have to change this right I'm, or else I'm going like, to the cops it was I can't be part of this if this is what you're gonna do She's just like, she doesn't like end his existence. Like, oh, you're a horrific person and not worthy of love. And therefore, I hope you die and wish you rot on an island. That's literally Are you, Laurel. It's just, I can't go down Laurel this here. Yeah, it's just like. And then you have Katie's delivery. And I firmly believe that Katie Cassidy is a one-lane actress in which she plays an amazing bitch. She's fantastic at it. I mean, I loved her on Melrose Place. She was great. Um, this little ingenue, like, doe-eyed, no, wants to I don't save the it. world lawyer, lawyer, no, sister, no. ain't buying it, not for a hot second, it's just awkward on her, it doesn't matter how much she raises her voice to that breathy, whatever she's trying to do, I, Holy. I why do you hide yourself behind a mask, I just, I haven't, I can't handle like the name Ollie. It's just no, it, it. There were, or the baby voice. I I do? hate to bring it to this, but like there was a there was a bachelor contestant that like all the girls in the house hated her, and part <laughs> of it is that she did a completely different voice around the guy than like when she normally. Talks. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's it. So yeah. I just Peter, I, and then. And then just normally talk, but then right. Oh my God, Peter! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember her. You're right, Alaya. <laughs> yeah, she's not like a Barbie doll around him, is yeah. Good. And honestly, with the amount of women traipsing through season one and season two, it really starts to feel like the Bachelorette. But it's fine. He's dating a normal amount. It's not abnormal. It's a no. Normal it's no, not it's not that bad. No. Also, no. another facet of this scene that I adore is how immediately. Just how amused Diggle is by this whole oh, thing. He's like, this Born is the best. Diggle's like, this is worth the price of admission. He's like, why didn't we tell her immediately? <laughs> he's just laughing. I just love that he's laughing. And then Oliver has to go to Felicity's office, tail tucked between his legs, and like basically beg her to come back. Yeah. But like Diggle's just laughing that like you've done more progress with him in 30 seconds than that, like, I've, yeah, I've been, been working laboring. on this for months. Exactly. Diggle's been laboring for 14 episodes trying to get this dude to like, okay, enough with the list. And Felicity gets mildly perturbed at him, walks. And she and gets him like, to say, I'm sorry. Yeah. And he's like, I'm sorry. I'll do whatever you ask. It's like, Diggle's probably like, what the fuck, man? Listen, if you look that cute in a skirt, Diggle, maybe he would listen, but maybe he, he also would not. So, I don't know. It's the magic of Felicity. But I do feel that. I feel like, and that speaks for Felicity throughout the series. She is, uh, she can be, I don't like to say she's tough on Oliver, but she um, she's believes firm. he can be more and firm and expects more from him because he can like, do more. She has, she has boundaries. And, and she has standards. She has self-respect. And self-respect. But, like, she's not mean. The not mean thing is really key to me. Because I I think if you... Once you introduce the mean aspect into 
particularly a female character, it becomes very difficult to like like them. And it gets really difficult to root for any kind of romantic relationship because it just feels kind of abusive. You know what I mean? Like Laurel just like rips Oliver's to shreds. And I understand why. But like I say, after a certain point, we've all gotten on board with Oliver's a good guy and we're rooting for him. So Laurel just comes off looking antagonistic. Yeah. So, and now that Felicity's in the... Not even to mention that Laurel's methods of, of her being, you know, mean, more, you know, some people might say, oh, you know, it's, it's she's just trying Tough to do love. the same thing Felicity's doing. But here's the thing, that her technique doesn't work on Oliver. What, how she approaches conflict with Oliver doesn't work to make him do the inner thinking and reflection that he needs to do. All she really does is reinforce his self-hatred. Yes. Which is not, not the direction. In that direction. Yeah, that's not the right direction for him. Whereas Felicity makes him, it's not self-hatred, but it's self-reflection. Correct. So there's a really big difference. And there's a reason why one relationship works and the other one really doesn't. And now that she's in the foundry, it just really, I mean, it's glaringly, oh. mind-blowingly. Yes. Yeah. Like, we, we, we had inklings before, but now it's obvious. Yeah. So, I mean, if you watch the Dodger and you don't see that gold dress scene as, oh, allow us to introduce you to the viable love interest that is Felicity Smoke. I don't know what to, I don't know what to tell you. I can't help you. We can't help you. In TV, a ship always needs to have that moment. If these are two people who knew each other, you know, on on regular basis, there always is that moment where they see them dressed up Uh and they stop whatever they're doing to stare at them for a second. Chenford, the rookie, Lucy and Tim had that moment because everybody's in their police uniforms. Then we all go to a wedding. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it always happens. It and always there's look, happens. Yeah. There's a lot of looking up and down because everyone's like, not. We're it not took a lot of audacity, audacity from Laurel fans to say Elicity wasn't going to go there after they saw that scene as much as we did. You know, well, <laughs> the thing that I I remember watching it live, and I do remember because again, you have to remember season one, Jen was stupid. Um, I do remember. I clearly that scene and you see Oliver react to the gold dress and like wowzers, but so does Diggle. Like it, they don't linger on Diggle as fast. And I was like, have they not decided yet which one they're going to try to pair her up with? That was my initial thought. That's a good Diggle. point, Jen. Diggle react to her too. I didn't consider that angle. So I was like, so I I remember watching the Diggle and Felicity scenes because clearly I wanted her with Oliver. Oh, clearly. But I was like, if I can't have her with Oliver, yeah, okay. Sure, yeah. Diggle, why not? Diggle's a solid option. Snack. I'll take it, you know? It's kind of like they'll be like the Hermione and what's Ron. the other guy? Ron. Yeah. And, but like I was watching them like a hawk. In season one, because I was like, there was a look there, Diggle. It's subtle enough because Oliver thing is totally hard eyes, but Diggle's like it's kind of open for interpretation. So I I still think like like, Oliver's the primary test. But fair enough. But my interpretation. I mean, I mean, David Ramsey plays it as whoa. Can we take a moment to be thankful that they didn't pit Oliver and Diggle against each other? Please going after Felicity. Didn't Colton Haynes say there was a point where they were talking about a Roy, Roy yeah. Oliver love triangle? And I'm like, see, like that to me just screams that they knew Emily and Colton were like best friends. <laughs> and they were like, let's have them do scenes together. I don't know. I just can't think of anything more awful. Oliver Diggle and Felicity love triangle would have been really bad. Tragic. So yeah. glad we didn't have that. No. But no, I vis- I really remember thinking, oh, are they going to put her with Diggle? I don't, I don't want that. 
But I was like, also, because again, I was just totally convinced that they would never move off Laurel. If, to me, it felt like a foregone conclusion. He's going to be back with Laurel at the end of the season and blah, blah, blah. I can understand that in season one. I think my issue is I saw it watched season one when season two had already started airing. So I, ah, I, okay. I, I went in with, with a little bit more of an expectation. I think if I had been watching live in season one, yeah, I probably would have been like, are they going to do something with these two? Because like now it feels super obvious, but it just didn't feel that way in season one. Because like I like I wasn't really engaged in fandom, but I was watching live in in, in the first season. And I was like, I know it seems like it's just a small pocket on Tumblr right now that it is. <laughs> digging this but and then also there's a little bit of the delusion of like the self-identifying that I have with Felicity I was just like yes make this happen make the one that like is closer to me of just like let let the nerd girl get the dude for once of just where yeah I I was I was pulling forward and kind of had a little bit of those blinders um so I was seeing the inklings but I'm like but will they actually do it? Or is this yeah. just the CW and I'm numb to it all where everyone's going to get paired with yeah. everybody at some point? Yeah. Is it going to be Olivia and Stabler for the next 20 years? You know mm. what I mean? That's what I was thinking. I was like, they're going to play this girl Friday thing and she's Forever. got a crush on him and he doesn't Forever. know she's alive. But yeah. one thing I really appreciated about the Dodger and really, if I was smarter back in season one, it should have alleviated that question for me is... Okay, they do the, the you know, nerdy girl and the hot girl dress, but I never really felt like Oliver acted like he didn't see Felicity as anything other than hot, even when she was in nerdy girl wear. I mean, I know they, they sex her up, but, like, homeboy is, like, loving the, you know, sweaters and the pants. He likes <laughs> her glasses. He likes yeah. her panda shoes, you know. Right, I mean, we're going we're gonna, to, like, zoom ourselves into some really tight fitting dresses in season two but i don't know i think he really liked the panda shoes <laughs> it's just that's all i'm saying i never felt like oliver was like felistie's invisible to him when she's got the ponytail no yeah he still had hard her, eyes in nerd yeah too. he yeah. seen her for the first time no to me his reaction was more i was right <laughs> yeah exactly yes. he's like Look i so. bet she looks good in, in in a fancy dress oh look right. she looks great in a fancy dress exactly yeah. it's like yeah. i know those leaving legs. this image for fantasies later right correct oliver correct. was confident those legs were incredible and he just wanted a little show so that's why he picked out that dress correct <laughs> that's all that's what i'm saying and mm-hmm. To anyone who has seen Emily Bett Ricards in person, her best feature are her legs. They oh, 100. Insane. Like, she's 5'5", five five, so she's not super tall, but, like, but it's like they're muscular and so crazy toned. They look like they were carved from marble. Yeah. No, she's as got she, like, like, amazing she legs. And her hair. Her hair is my second. Like, as she walked past me at Flaro, I was like, it would be really weird if I touched her knee. <laughs> like, yes, her. it would. I'll get arrested. <laughs> Hands to yourself, Jennifer. <laughs> so there was, there was a lot. There was a lot happening with the legs in that skirt. It was a hot skirt. Mm-hmm. Memories. <laughs> Love me some Flaro, Emily. Yeah, so... But then we have, like, the whole, the boys go on dates with other chicks. Yes. And the dates are disastrous. That was another reason I was a little worried about Diggle. Because Diggle has a disastrous date. And I'm like, well, are they setting, again, I was like, what if they're setting him up with Lucy? But that turned out to be the case. I hate the Diggle and Carly storyline. Yeah, it's It's not really cringy. It's so cringe. There, did you know there was a sub-faction of, of Arrow fans in the beginning? Mm. Who, um, and when I think of this, when I think these people, I saw most of these people during season two and the summer between two and three, that they didn't like Lila and they preferred the Diggle Carly storyline. And they, I'm sorry, what? Yes, these, these were people on Tumblr. 
identify yourselves because I do not understand. They were some of the the more prolific fanfic writers of that time. That's oh. fascinating, isn't it? I'm gonna have to go to like AO3 and search me some Diggle Carly fanfic. I just you don't even have to do that. Just like read the early Elicity early Elicity stuff, and and there's a lot of Diggle Carly in those. Here's like, my thing. Story. What is this show's deal with siblings? I don't know. And the intermingling of the same they dating love person. It. They think it's so. Salacious. They're like, this is a fantastic idea. <laughs> Let's date siblings. It's like, wait. Like, you can only do that if you're Elena Gilbert and you are the Salvatore brothers because they're just both, like, obscenely hot. And who can blame that girl? Like, yeah, also, sure. it's just it the sense. widow of your brother. It just makes it too biblical. And yeah, just... and it felt like, okay, I'm taking over my... I mean, they're on the date, and he brings up her first date with Andy. Andy. And, and then, like, the apology is also... Andy would be upset with me if I ever hurt you. Like, Diggle, we're not moving in the right... So Diggle's clearly uncomfortable with this. Like, he's not comfortable dating her. So then, like, why did he go in the first place? It, it's just I say if, like, I was seeing if there was a vibe, and nope, there's not a vibe. <laughs> yeah. It's just, um... It's, it's not just, great. It's not great. I'm like, every time with the sibling <laughs> bullshit, can you all just stop? Can we find him? Yeah. So can we settle down. Right. So <laughs> then the other the other one that's not great is McKenna. And I was really irritated with her this episode because she's out to dinner. This is like Oliver's ex- basically first date since, you know, Looney And she Tunes. doesn't even consider his his trauma, maybe. No, and like, he not just starts like asking really personal shit. First date, like tell me about your trauma. It's like, and he's like, if it's all the same, I just want to eat my fucking souffle and like, you know, can we talk about, I don't know, pop culture, pop culture references? This Catch isn't the up. bachelor where we have to trauma bond on the first date. Right, let's not trauma bond. Like I'm not there yet. Here's and my he, tragic backstory. And he's like, clearly uncomfortable the man's having a ptsd flashback she triggers him so much and then she gets mad at him for being like i don't want to talk about those experiences which i gotta be honest is a very polite way of saying i i'm very uncomfortable right now you like, are crossing was, some of my boundaries right Please he stop. was just like why can't oliver have a boundary and he was like i'm just not comfortable discussing this and then she gets all put out and i'm like She's like, well, how did you become the guy I used to party with this guy? It's like, I don't know. Maybe watching his dad blow his head. I mean, like, what the fuck kind of question is that? I get so tired of everybody like, well, you were such an asshole back then. But, you know, you don't seem like such an asshole now. How'd that happen? It's like, do people talk like this about to other people? I do not think so. Only on Arrow. Like, would you ever go up to somebody that you knew I, 10 I years ago? I can almost expect it from people like McKenna. Yeah, I draw the line is his family and Laurel and yeah, and it's like you people are the like at the very least McKenna's a detective and like yeah, it did feel like uh like you know the Spanish Inquisition, yeah, where it just went into interrogation. So she just she walks off in this fucking huff, and I'm like, girl, calm down. So then he goes (laughs) to the freaking police station, and he essentially is like, you know. Life was awful for five years, and I forgot how to, like, live. So if I'm a little off sometimes, that's Maybe all. That's Just an FYI. <laughs> off my fucking back. And she's like, oh, okay. And then she's like, oh, and then he said something about, oh, I don't feel I'm worthy of love. And then she gives him the most tepid kiss you've ever experienced, ever seen in your life. Like, I mean, I'm not talking, like, the Laurel, like, bite things that she does with the or she's trying to chomp off his lips but like it was like it was supposed to be sweet but it it was like it's just uncomfortable <laughs> i was like eh. yeah. it's not I great i don't think like as i was ranking like potential other love interests because you know i was really upset about laurel being it and like felicity never happening um i honest to god i think i uh, preferred uh I keep calling her Looney Tunes. What is her name? Helena. Helena. Yeah. Helena. Oh. I liked Helena. I was like, 
I like me some crazy. Oliver needs a little crazy. Crazy's interesting. She was more fascinating. And, like, I felt like we had, like, legit chemistry. Like, it felt hot. She's here for a good time, not a long time. Right. (laughs) They felt like they were more on the same page. Yeah. And, like, the trauma bonding, like, made sense, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it made sense why he felt like he could open up to her. Like, McKenna just feels like a means to an end. Like, this is going to be really handy. My girlfriend being a cop. <laughs> I'm just going to be able to catch all kinds of criminals this way. Like, eh. mm. Don't love that. Don't love it. And also, her <laughs> dress was nowhere near as cute as the Felicity Gold dress. Yeah. Because nothing can ever be as cute. No. Do you Never. know why I love also, that It's like in my top five of Felicity uh, outfits. It's also the Caroline dress from the Vampire Diaries. I know. It's really important to me and uh, Maddie because she wore it during an iconic Caroline and Klaus scene. Yes. You know what? Like, I hate made the rounds on Twitter this week. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. Like, and like, ah, gold dress. <laughs> I... And I have worn that dress. And I am here to tell you, I am 5'6". I am one inch taller than Emily Bett Ricards. And holy sweet mother of God, it is short. It is so short. So Oliver, I see you. <laughs> Stop trying to get a peek at the goods <laughs> before you go, go the appropriate route. Dinner, mm-hmm. dancing. Also, I know we're kind of all over the place with this episode, <laughs> but like, what are we ever not all over the place? That's how we do. We sometimes over. try to keep it relatively chronological. You but... try to keep it relatively con- chronological. I don't follow that. And then Callie's just around, along for the ride. So, yeah. <laughs> but, like, jumping back to earlier when, like, Felicity suggests to do the flirty flirts, plant the tech and stuff. Comedy points for Steven for doing the, huh. I guess you can try it your way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Oliver was actually really hilarious this episode. And she's like, well, what do you normally do? She's like, I find the person and I put the fear of God into them until they talk. But we'll give your way a try. <laughs> I also love Steve's little glare when Felicity locks him in. And he like narrows his eyes. <laughs> I see you. That's probably my favorite moment from the whole episode. When he glares. Being honest. Well, like when he glares and then he comes down and is all like trying to intimidate her. It's all like I love that moment. Puffy big bear man. Yeah. Watch me watch me growl. Yeah. And then when he tries to smooth it over with just like I was like there's a lot of adrenaline and I didn't put my best foot forward. (laughs) I I was like not putting up with that. It wasn't adrenaline. Although maybe adrenaline does make them, you know. Does the little brain wake up with the adrenaline? I don't know. Also, upon, upon later. <laughs> a little side eye to the writers. I know it's obviously plot convenience, but no IT person, if they were actually working on other stuff, would have the news on at full volume on an like playing on another monitor in their office. You I don't know. know. They kind of put her in a dungeon down there. What is she in the basement? <laughs> like, jeez. I feel like she had her, like the cube cubicle looks totally different sometimes from like it what does, it was because they never filmed it in the same. Okay. Well, the the episode three cubicle is different than the rest of season. All oh, the rest of the cubicles in season one. Okay, maybe what yeah, they in like the dark server room for the rest of it in in episode three, but the rest of the season it was on a soundstage. Got it. So I was like, this does not feel like I feel like very they really did not put a lot of effort into making them look similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, yeah. yeah. I also feel like the Ruby this episode, do better prop team. Like prop department. That was the fakest ass Ruby I've ever seen in my life. Did it have to be comically enormous? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Basically a ring pop. It did. Yes. It looked like a ring pop. Yes, that's it. I couldn't place what I was what it reminded me of, but that's it. Ring pop Ruby. Like, okay. We got Oliver on a motorcycle too, which is always fun. Yes, that was inspiration for a lot of fix because the combination of the tux and the helmet and the motorcycle. And the protective felicity. That's not going to happen. I'm like which is hotter. I'm not, you're not the only one that knows how to reboot my system. Wink, wink. Or 
that's not going to happen oliver growley voice you know both are really good you must choose i cannot okay (laughs) (laughs) i have no real leverage (laughs) i think i gotta go i think i gotta go I think I like the reboot because I feel like he was using reboot as a user. I feel like the reboot. It's the combo of the lean. Yeah. Yeah. It led to some delicious. I would like nothing more than for you to reboot me. (laughs) That's the way it came across. And I'm here for it. But like, like, the other one, it's good, but 207's like. Right. There's so much better Oliver rescuing Christmas. I don't care what anyone says. I never get tired of that. If the Me entire either. show, I could have Oliver watched that episode rest- after yep. episode after if, episode. Yeah, if that's all he did for eight seasons is rescue Felicity, that's fine with me. <laughs> good i was like oh does she like when they're like oh we have to train her and like she has to learn and fight for herself and it was like raw girl power i'm like lame. Can't we just swoop her up bridal style and just, like, fly out a window? like Because also, it's just, like, let's be realistic. Like, she's never going to be, like, trained so well enough to handle if it's, like, slave that's, like, a marine, you know? Like, yeah. So just just let her be a, dam- a smart damsel, but a damsel. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Felicity in distress is just way more Although Felicity smacking villains with blunt objects that are handily nearby That's is also one of my favorite tropes of the show. Yeah. And she or looks, cars. She just looks so cute doing it. <laughs> exactly. Like those are seven inch heels, girl. Like, explain to me. I love that she comes, I forget in season, I forgot in season one she's also dressed to the nines coming down to the to the layer i like hear the clicky click of her heels i'm like she was rocking those heels in season one kind of thought well, it was like, just the panda shoes the whole time yeah because it's she's in corporate wear doesn't really have time to like change or anything because the factory's like the foundry's in the middle of nowhere but yeah, I don't well, think Felicity lives in the glades. Like, I don't think she, no, she's not rich, rich, but she's at least like not in the glades, right? I feel you like know? she's like middle class. Yeah, wherever that goes. So, like, a, is there like a mid glades? A lot of <laughs> like, those early fix had her living in the glades, and I was like, mm. yeah, homegirl probably makes a nice buck. She's not Roy Harper and, level. Like, I know she had a lot of student loans, but like, she's at least like not in the glades. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, MIT, but maybe she got a scholarship. Yeah. I would expect she got a scholarship. I would expect that. And her mom was, although, but like Donna did say that she put her through school. Yeah, she probably bought her books. You know how much books cost? I know. It's like 10 grand right there. Yeah. Do we still have to buy books in college? Is that still a thing? Yeah, you still have to buy the ebook. And it's. There's a lot of of renting books, too. Okay. Rent books. All right. That makes more sense. But it's, but still, it's really still stupidly inflated. Oh, yeah. there'll be like fifty to a hundred dollars to rent the book. Bloody hell! Might as well just buy it. No, because buying it is like three hundred dollars <gasps> for a book. Yep. Why don't I remember this? I went to college. Well, I'm just saying what it is now. Like what it is now. Because the, Kyle like teaches... it's usually a hundred, hundred and fifty when I was at school. The best Kyle... is when the professor wrote a book and you have to buy the book that the professor wrote. You're like, mm, I see you. Kyle teaches some classes and so he always tells me what they cost. Wow. Whatnot. It's a lot of money. It is. It's a lot of moolah. Well, I'm sorry. Having worn the dress, I really feel that it was Oliver trying to get Felicity as naked as possible without coming off like a total perv. I'm okay with that. But like, there's classy. no bra. You can't wear a bra with that dress. Nope. There's no bra. Also, it's aged very well because some of like the dresses in that scene, I was like, wow, it's 2012. Uh, that it just- has aged very nicely. It's just kind of a classic silhouette and it's kind of an olive gold because it has some green to it. Yeah. Mm. It's just really pretty. Green. I know. I'm surprised they didn't pass that dress around all the CW shows. Like, I've been waiting for it to show up on Riverdale or something. Not yet. Get your money's worth, CW. Maybe Emily took it home with her. I wonder if she got to keep some of her clothes. 
Do you think she honestly wanted to? Have you seen what that girl wears? Yeah, no. That's fair. <laughs> it is not her jam. <laughs> no. I'm just like, oh, honey, you put a bra on. Be so for real. I know. Like, homegirl just loves herself some wilderness. I mean, that's why I was like, oh my gosh, I just wish I could hang with Emily. I'm like, no, Emily and I can't hang. She's an outdoor girl. I'm an indoor girl. Like, it just wouldn't work. No. So I'll just love her from afar. That's fine. No hiking for Jen. Nope. No. I wouldn't hike even for Emily. I wouldn't hike for anybody. I'm sorry. I the only time adorable. I ever hiked, I was tricked. So it's okay. Yeah. I'm like, I think you're adorable. I have questions about how you do your hair. Taylor um, Swift could be like, you can meet me and hike with me. And I'll be like, no. Oh. But I also feel like Taylor Swift would be like, come over to like Blake Lively's house and we'll like bake cookies. That's my jam. (laughs) Also, maybe they would just go shopping. My sister and I have talked extensively about how do we become friends with those two just to go shopping with them. Just to watch them shop. Just to watch them shop. That doesn't sound creepy at all. I know. It's it's pretty creepy, but I don't know. We're just equally, we just want to be their friends. That's a lot. I'm sorry. I just want to be their friends. A lot of creepy. Well, what else is now? Also, circling back to Arrow. Oh, yeah. I do like. Maddie I do likes like to the- keep us on task, and Callie and I are just like we fight the power. I was like, this is going way uh, off. Maddie, we do not stay. This is watch over. We do not stay on task. We ramble and we go wherever the road takes us. The listeners, they are used to it. It's true, but th- there's tears to tangents and rabbit trails. But like, there's also a reason we brought Maddie on board. That's fair. Focus on track. us, Maddie. Yeah. Take control. Take the reins. Also, I do like, for episodic villain, I do like the Dodger. Like, he has a yes. fun vibe. He yes. was in Bridget Jones's diary. Yeah. Where I know him from. That was bugging me. Like, who is that dude? Yep. He's in a lot dude. of Britishy things. Yes. Like, yeah. British. He's super cute. The the movie Austin Land with Carrie Russell. Oh my god, that movie is so good. I love that movie. It's so good with the guy that's not Tom Hiddleston. That's but it's like so close. He's like he's like Walmart Tom Hiddleston. It's like you know how we like all call Josh Lucas not Matthew McConaughey. It's (laughs) it's the same thing. (laughs) This guy is just he's not. I didn't know he did that. That was funny. Because as much as I love Sweet Home Alabama, oh I'm just like, God, it's it's so not funny. Matthew McConaughey. It's like, poor man's Matthew McConaughey. It's so true. I'm sorry. You know they offered Sweet Home Alabama to him. <laughs> it's either unavailable or cost too much money. I just having a visual of Matthew McConaughey turning it down. They're like, no thanks, man. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> No, sir. <gasps> I need a lot more money than that. Right, I'm back. I'm I'll back. put all your budget on Reese. <laughs> oh. <sighs> Reese has a new uh, yes, a, a rom com with Ashton Kutcher. With Ashton, which I Ashton Kutcher be a weird and... pairing. I'm like, really? So they're gonna have to work hard to sell mm-hmm. me on that. But it's written by Aline Brosh McKenna, who did Devil Wears Prada and Crazy Ex Girlfriend, and um, actually has a few Crazy Ex Girlfriend cast members in the supporting cast. So okay, pumped for that. All right, uh, I'm sold. <laughs> I'll watch. I do it. So I'm down for sure. But yeah, you can't go wrong with a British villain. It's just their perfection. Everything that they say sounds more evil and more fascinating and they sound smart. They're just classy. <laughs> and they're, I don't know. What and that's what about. you want from a dual thief. Of just and everything that they say sounds funny. Because they're funny. That's all. That's all I got. Oh, all definitely. <laughs> some British villains. <laughs> That's it. That's a, that was I all. do like it's Bart a little side eye of I know it's just the plot thing of when Oliver does like throws the little arrow and is like your median nerve has been severed. You couldn't push that button. Like when did you pull up a Grey's Anatomy book to look that up, you asshat? Exactly, and also like, do you really, with a hundred percent certainty, know the nerve has been severed and he's not going to blow up Felicity? Because like. 
I feel you're pay- playing a little fast and loose on that. It's just because he's confident. I'm like, nah, I got this. Mm-hmm. Although I kind of forgot that Oliver left that dude on the island essentially for dead. But I can't remember. I was like, that dude feels sketch, but I don't remember if he actually is sketch. Which dude? Uh, remember the guy who was tied up and beaten on the island? He's like asking Oliver to untie him, and Oliver's like, no, I can't. I don't know you. But didn't wasn't he working for Ivo or not Ivo? That's what I thought. I was like, I feel very I strongly think, Yeah, he's working for somebody. Sketch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, because Oliver's like, why would they just beat you up and tie, leave you tied here? He was asking some good questions. Like, Oliver's starting he was to finally use the brain getting the self preservation. Yeah, I was like, we're starting to get the brain cells kick in. And, but see, like, automatically to... he feels bad about it, leaving the guy, which is like how you know essentially he's a good person who just does stupid fucking shit. Rub like, the synapses together. Mm-hmm, which is just <laughs> right, a chemical reaction. Think about it for a second. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just feel like he was more amped up in Dodger because, like, all of his blood was rushing. I would agree with that, yes. Also, not actual oxygen deprivation or something. I don't know. Also, not to be too much of a hater. Oh, God. But (laughs) Maddie is a hater. She's a Disney princess. Okay, sorry. Good to know. But isn't (laughs) another reason why this episode is so great? Isn't this one of the first episodes where there's like zero Laurel? Not even like There's a half second of Laurel because Roy shows up. Oh, this okay. is the episode Roy steals Thea's purse in his hoodie and parkour. Parkour. But and there was Laurel's very, there very for like Laurel a second. Laurel. Yeah. Laurel's like, she's given Thea grief about being like, she's like, wow. See, this is why this is why people hate Laurel. So she's they <laughs> they go and they get a god blessed hot dog in the street, <laughs> and the bitch can't stop lecturing. Could you just let the woman enjoy her lunch? Five minutes, Laurel. Give the woman five minutes. So she's eating her hot dog. This is why nobody likes you, Right. And this is what, and Laurel is another, another, here's why I work at CNRI and why I'm amazing. I work here so people have access to legal fees so they don't, they don't all have access to high-powered attorney. And kudos to Thea. Who was like, step off this. She's like, what, I'm supposed to feel bad that my dad has money? Like, that's not my fault, you know? And Laurel's like, oh, no, you shouldn't feel bad. I just want to open your eyes to the world. Meanwhile, she's dating the billionaire playboy who cheats on her. And she just casually ignores it. Because, you know, money. now is interested in another billionaire playboy. (laughs) Laurel is middle class when it suits her. Yep. That's that's what that's it. And no, honestly, I don't feel Thea or Oliver have any it's not their money. I mean, and you know, their dad earned it. Should they have done more with it than like trying to like, you know, uh lay siege to the city? Yeah, I feel there would have been better uses for the millions, but you know, they went another direction. So and Moira kind of had a few Another reason now. why She's it's still like, irritating that in season two, Thea signs off their fortune. Right? Like, you could help people with that instead of just giving it to random Russian chick. Like, when you look at the gamut of the show, I really feel it's Barry or Thea who are the biggest pains in Oliver's asses, ass and, like, really cause the majority of his misery. I mean, I feel like you're not wrong. But with Thea, at least, it's like, Listen, you're my tolerable. sister. Like, we're, we're in this. Right. I don't know why we give three fucks Barry about Barry Allen. just that guy who hit on his girlfriend. Right. I'm like, why do we give a shit about him? <laughs> so let him disappear, Oliver. Nobody cares. Nobody cares where the Flash is. Nobody They'll cares. They'll probably name a day after you and give you a drink. Coffee drink. I'm just, I just... I can't watch the Flash finale, but I'm probably going to. It's going to be such a train wreck, and but I'm not going to do yourself. stuff. I know. I say I'm not going to do it. I'll just YouTube do the it. scenes with Oliver. I'm just going to YouTube the scenes with Oliver. But I think if they're with Barry, I might vomit. But who else would they be with? Just look at the Oliver Queen tag on Tumblr. Yes. I have to say, the resurgence of Tumblr is nice to see. Isn't it? 
Yeah, people are back giffing. Nature is healing. Posting and and like, yeah, we all left for a while for Twitter. Then Twitter became trash. Now we're back to Tumblr and TikTok. God bless TikTok. By the way, I found the best dupes for Lululemon. Also, thanks TikTok. (laughs) I'm cackling because I I realized um, I opened up a TikTok that got texted to me and all of a sudden I I did see, because I don't actually use TikTok, uh, that I saw in my inbox there were all these different videos that Jen had sent me. From me! And you never answer! And they're all Because I don't actually use TikTok. They're wedding dresses that are related to Disney princesses. You need to get on TikTok! And prom dresses related to Disney princesses. And I've been waiting for the Aurora dress to show up and I said, hey, where's the Aurora dress? And then the lady posted an aurora dress and it was perfect it was fabulous and i sent it to you and then there was nothing no because i don't actually use the app (laughs) what who doesn't use the app you have to use the app because the the only reason i have an account is because after a while because i have friends that text me like ones that they find amusing and then after a while it I was trying to open it and they said I needed to sign up for an account. So I signed up for an account, but I don't actually, that's the only like time I use it is just opening what is texted to me. They're all wedding Maddie. and prom dresses. You have to intervene, Callie, and fix her. I can't. It's, it's the best, Maddie. You're Otherwise, sure. I'm going to end up sending Disney princess, princess wedding dresses to Callie, and I don't think Callie gives a fuck. <laughs> Callie so. does not, in fact, give a fuck. So, save Callie <laughs> from that future. <laughs> <laughs> Callie's my husband, basically in female form, and he doesn't give a fuck about the Disney princesses either. Well, I have you. Well, have so, you watched the third no, episode? Here's the deal. What is the matter with you? <laughs> I know it's okay. I want to watch it tonight, but some people in this house want to watch the freaking Black Panther movie, which is good. But you yeah, need but to watch not better than the three. last. Both you are emotional that? devastation. Okay, I'm going to make them watch The Last of Us first. Yes. And then we can do Black Panther. I yes. wield a great deal of power. power Not in the same night. That's a lot of No, don't do it in the same night. night. Really? Yeah. What the fuck am I watching? Is this going to be traumatic? Like, how, okay, on the level of trauma, is this like Jamie getting raped in prison? No, no it's the like thing. the first it's eight minutes traumatic. of it's, it's like, yeah, it's exactly. Sad. It's basically up. The beginning of up. Oh! Stab me in the heart. Someone did a video of of scenes from it with the up music. Oh, which I saw on TikTok. Sorry to the to the listeners. We're talking about The Last of Us, which is really good. You guys should watch it. It's really good, and it's kind of like getting to be like a Game of Thrones hit. So, yeah, fair. I mean, I still like the 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 fungi people make you want to. You know what I heard? And I heard this on TikTok. Just, you know, another... Because TikTok always tells the truth. Because TikTok... No, this is true. <laughs> they were talking about, like, this. there was this video that was talking about this this fungus. This um, type of fungus, which is a thing that exists in ants and whatnot. And they were talking about how the, the, the original TikTok was saying, you know, it takes over the brain. And then this gal cut in. She's like, actually, that's not true. And it's actually worse. It takes over everything but the brain. <gasps> so it's controlling the body, but the brain is still unaffected. So essentially, these zombies in this game slash show, they are all, their people are in there and they're aware of what's happening and they don't want to do it. That's terrifying. Isn't that awful? <sighs> I have nightmares now. That's scary. <laughs> That is awful. Awful. That's and, awful. And also for the people who have to kill the people with the fungus in the brain. They're like, this is an actual human being. Whoops. But like also if your brain's in there, aren't you just kind of like, yeah, go ahead, chop off my head. It's yes, fine. please do kill just me. Just chop right it now. off. Well, I yeah. just, I, like this is always the see, this is the problem. This is the problem I have with like apocalypse shows like this. Because like everyone's trying to survive, and I'm like, I would just be like, I'm cool dying. Feel free. Well, see, you need to watch episode three because you're going to love it. He just gets out of having to deal with the bullshit for the most part. I'm just, I'm just, I've told Nick, like, if the apocalypse hits, 
I'm really not super invested in surviving it. (laughs) Just kind of like, you know, your number's up, it's up. You know what's so funny? My son came down today and just like out of the blue, he asked me, what would you do if somebody in this house was a zombie? (laughs) And I was like, I would go into the kitchen kitchen and over next to the stove, that new knife set that I got Papa for Christmas, I'd grab the biggest, sharpest one I could find and I'd stab him in the head. And he's like, he didn't like that answer. He's like, I would just go outside. And I'm like, there's zombies outside. He's like, no, just in the house. And I'm like, no. But there's Wait, a zombie in the house. Harry, was it? This was not Harry, was No, it was Liam. It was Liam. Okay. I'm kind of like, Harry, do you need to tell us something? <laughs> like, I know he came home from college and was like, what would you do if there was a zombie? And I'm like, did something happen? But no, it's just like, I think he was expecting me to say, oh, I would be so sad. I, I would love you. I would stab him in the head. They're like, no, I'd, <laughs> I would not cry, you. but first stab. I would like absolutely have no problem. <laughs> I will say, though. Like, if the goal is to survive the apocalypse, <laughs> I'm going straight to my dad's house because he's the shit. And he would totally ensure our survival. Your dad's Nick Offerman. Okay. He's like MacGyver. <laughs> like, you guys don't even know what this man has survived. And, like, he just knows the most random shit. So you're bringing up an excellent point, which I want to mention about this show. Mm-hmm. Is that this third episode established what the theme of the show is? Because up until this point, you're like, "This is what a the hell is going on?" Yeah, I was like, "I kind of get it," but this is a post-apocalypse must survive type of situation. But the third episode is like, actually, it's about something. Insert else. what it's about, and, okay. and they they tell the story of that in just Good. the most amazing way. Okay, I'm down because I'm a little like. You know, like, you know, when the lady got blown up, that was so sad, but I also was like, that's the way to, I don't understand why she was like letting the thing, like, do we have to make out with it? Like, Well, she wasn't trying to, she was trying to light that goddamn lighter. It was because the fungus in her was taking over her central nervous system. Well, no, it was also just a bum lighter. It wasn't like flicking on the first But I was like, like, that's fair. She was trapped. It was so gross though. Anyways. But yeah, okay. throw yourself some kerosene, light yourself a bomb, over in a second. That reminds me of, like, you guys talking about, like, fighting zombies and stabbing of the... <laughs> <laughs> I love this podcast. <laughs> I was like, how did we get from the gold dress to, like... I love this, I love this podcast. Why are we talking about zombies? But there was one of the, like the Twitter prompts that went around this week is just like what's what's a line that's like not funny on paper, but it because of performance and line delivery is hilarious. And um, a clip went around of Rachel McAdams in Game Night when she goes, "Oh no, he died." <laughs> I love Rachel McAdams in Game Night. She should have won an like, Oscar. It's Jen. It is me. Because <laughs> the guy gets sucked into the plane and she's like, yes. And then she's like, oh no. That's exactly how I'd react. Yeah. And she swears as much as me. <laughs> and she has curly hair. He died. And she's very <laughs> perfect. <pretty. laughs> yeah. Moderately. She thinks the gun is fake. So she like dances around with it and like sings into it doing karaoke. And they're all like, are you insane? <laughs> I love her. She should have won an Oscar. Is anyone watching the Oscars this year? I think I'm going to bail. Um, I probably <gasps> will. Always so watch Are we yeah. doing a fashion thing? Are we going to do our fashion thing? Probably. Okay. We could Maddie do has to plan it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Again, Kelly and I are not about the work. No, we aren't. Mm-mm. We are lazy. Mm-hmm. No, ma'am. <laughs> lazy ass. What is this? But I did write a review, and I, I know so it. I saw that. I mean, hey, it was a moment. I was like, I guess I remember how to do this. It is going faster in season one because I'm just kind of like, there's so much. I don't give shit You're like, I'm <laughs> only going to talk about this. I wonder if like, because I do really feel like my obsession with Arrow did not happen until well into season two. Like solidly I mean, two, but that's when I started watching. 
Like, I feel like, like... I feel like, basically, you'll have a decent, like, decent length review on, like, this episode and yeah. the casino one and the finale. But, like, everything else, it's like, whatever. You might also, still rant about radioactive. Like, it still I, might be long, even though it's more... Oh, I'm gonna, you also got to do the Merlin job, yeah. 100%. Yes, absolutely. Um, No, but I remember watching... Because we would pick between Vampire Diaries or Arrow, and we always picked Vampire Diaries first, me and my husband. And then slowly but surely, Arrow became the first show that we watched off the DVR. So that was the process. And I well, remember us it was consistently choosing it in season two over the Vampire Diaries. It was a graph Diaries. of like one had an upward trajectory as the other was having a steep downward trajectory. Okay, Arrow season two aired when? That was October of I think Arrow season two was Vampire Diary season four. 2013 to 2014. Yep. Because, okay. Season one was junior year of high school. Season two was senior year of high school. Don't make me feel old like that. Oh, freshman year was senior year. And sophomore year when Arrow came out was season four. Yep. Okay, right. so Arrow season because two is like season five of Vampire. That's right. So it's that's like, why the season. Okay, Arrow season one finale. Um, I think it either airs was the season four finale. Was yeah. the season four finale, and that was when they put Stefan in the safe after Elena chose Damon, so and he could drown Tommy. eternally. Yeah, I was like, this were- is like. I, it was really. I was like in a headspace, y'all. I was like, this is rough. I was you were really suffering. Not, I was not great. So after that, after they shattered my Stelena heart, I was, you know, I was ready to be taken, taken away, find my new obsession. And then that's when the arrow, because then we had season five Vampire Diaries, which was just a fucking train wreck. So it was just trash television, just terrible. So So, ladies. And then you had season two. I know, we got to. Oh no, Ellie needs to eat again and feed her people. We got to wrap up. Yep, that's fine. All right. So next week is what? 16? Okay. 16. 16. And I'm I will trying to remember what are in these us. episodes. Is it worth combining 16 and 17 or just 16? I don't I think do that so. to me. Well, see how I do with writing the reviews. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't make me do two. If don't make me do two. Reviews, then yeah, let's just do one at a time Love, at, the, okay. at this point. Okay. Love okay. Jen and don't make her do two. Although, all right. Yeah. We'll, we'll work out scheduling because I'm on vacation. But... That's fine. You can have a life. Yeah. I'll let you have one. All right. Have a nice weekend, ladies. We'll be chatting. Yeah, have a nice okay. weekend. Go watch episode three. I'm gonna. We'll talk about it next week. Yes, I'll text right. you. Text me when you watch it, too. Yes, I want to know what okay. you think. All right, I'll call you. Okay, bye. All right, bye. Bye.